Uh, yes, welcome to another great episode of the Shisha Friends Podcast. As always, it's your host, Ashish here, uh, and as of late, clearly there are no friends, but we are hitting an exciting time. This is one of my favorite times of the whole year, uh, and might be my favorite time of the sports season. It is the NFL Draft. It's happening tonight, and I've been planning quite a few episodes. I was going to do mock, and I've been doing mocks for the past two weeks, nonstop. And I've had some other episode ideas, but I'm just going to have like this conglomerate episode right here and probably drop another one right before the the draft starts. But in today's episode, we're going to talk about the first round, things I'm hearing, things I'm thinking that are going to happen. We're going to talk about the Cowboys pick at 24 and talk about like what's happened with the Cowboys, what rumors are in the NFL real quickly, and then also talk about kind of like the first three picks and where I want to see the Cowboys um, go with this NFL draft. So, without further ado, the things I'm hearing. Okay, let's look at the draft order real quick. At the top of the board, we got the Jaguars. Um, there's conflict right now. Uh, the latest report was the coach, the GM, and the owner are on all are on all different pages right now. Uh, the coach wants an O lineman. The GM and owner both want DNs, but different ones. Right now, uh, toss up between Trevon Walker and Aiden Hutchinson. Um, so let's see what happens there. But that has a drastic impact of what happens, in my opinion, because if they take Aiden Hutchinson, who went to Michigan. Um, and it's kind of a lock for most people at number two to Detroit Lions, right? How much sense does that make? They needed the end. He's from Michigan. Hey, make it happen, right? But if he goes number one, I think that'd be very interesting to see what the Lions do. Because at the top of the draft, um, you have a lot of O-linemen. And surprisingly, the Lions have great talent at the O-line. They've invested quite a some high picks, a great center. Last year they got Panay Sewell um, uh, at tackle, and now you know they actually have a pretty solidified O-line. So I think drafting an O-lineman at number two just doesn't make any sense for them. They could potentially trade back. Um, they could take Trevon Walker if they wanted to at number two. But I think that'd be opening a lot of more possibilities if Aiden Hutchinson goes number one. Um, looking at other things that I think may happen here, uh, I tweeted out quite a few. Uh, if you're not, you can follow me on Twitter, Adishish Airy. It's just my name, nothing fancy. Um, but the things I've been hearing is uh, penning, the tackle going to the Saints is pretty much a lock. I think Trent McDuffie, the cornerback, will be taken by the Eagles with one of their two picks. Uh, I think a wide receiver will be taken with the other one. The Packers taking Traylon Burks makes a lot of sense. Um, Brees Hall to the Bills, kind of a lock. And I, I think people may be trolling there, but like that's kind of a lock from a lot of people. And it kind of makes sense. They lack the running game, so why not take the first one off the board? Um, George Karloftis, he's being mentioned to either the Baltimore Ravens uh, who have been linked both to Karloftis and Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle. And if Karloftis drops, it looks like he'd be going to the Cardinals right ahead of the Cowboys at pick number 23. I think Derek Stingley Jr. going to the Vikings makes so much sense. They love investing in that defense. Uh, they have some veterans that can teach and help 
Stingley grow because that's been like a big red flag is he's very young and um, needs some leadership in his life in the locker room. So that would make a bunch of sense. His LSU uh, alumni, um, Patrick Peterson, cornerback there still right now for the Vikings. He would make a bunch of sense to like big brother Stingley Jr. to the NFL. Um, so those, those are the ones I, I feel really, really good about. And if I had to guess, I think Trevon Walker is going number one, and Aiden Hutchinson would go number two. And after that, it's, it's whatever you need. <laughs> the Houston Texans, they could use a bunch of different spots. A corner, they've been linked to quite a bit, right? So Sauce Gardner would make a bunch of sense. Maybe they do love Stingley that high. Uh, but they could use everything. They could go O-line as well. Jets at number four. Also could go anywhere. Makai Becton hasn't been healthy. They could go O-line once again. And there's Evan Neal. There's Ikwanwu uh, right at the top of the board. So both of those names make a bunch of sense. They could also go corner. Um, I think Sauce Gardner going to the Jets would make a bunch of sense. Then right there, Giants have two picks in the top ten. Um, and that would be very interesting to see because I think they can both like get one stud O-lineman, and they can get one stud D-end, and uh, potentially a stud cornerback if they really wanted one. Um, so those are some things to see. So let's talk about the Cowboys real quick. The Cowboys obviously lost Amari Cooper, which is tragic. Uh, they lost, they cut uh, Lyle Collins, and, you know, they've had some issues here and there. They lost Randy Gregory, opening up D-end spot. <laughs> So going into this draft with the number 24 pick, there are quite a few possibilities, right? And I think what makes the most sense is for them to take an O-lineman at 24. Only because if you see the depth between rounds 2, 3, 4, there are some decent names. There are some tackles that could be played uh, that would be playing at guard in the NFL. Uh, but I think your safest bet, your best bet is to go O-lineman in the first round. What's tragic is I woke up this morning and I've been hearing news about um, Tyler Smith being the potential option for the Cowboys. And that would be tragic because he's a project. He's very young. He's very good. He has a good future. But he's not someone that can step in and be ready day one, which is what you want with your first round pick. And your second round pick, ideally, right? Like people that can play right now and they're ready to go. Tyler Smith is going to take a couple years to develop. So I don't want that. Uh, mark my words. If that happens tonight, I'm not going to be a happy camper. Who else do we got? So, O-lineman makes a lot of sense. If one of these stud wide receivers drops, it makes a, a shit ton of sense, and I wouldn't mind it. Um, honestly, there's so much depth at D-line. Uh, there's also some stud linebackers. And I know we have LVE on uh, a one-year deal, $3 million, which I really like. I think that's a steal. Jabril Cox will be coming back healthy. Um, but pairing up one of these, like, N'Kobe Deans or Devin Lloyds with Micah Parsons for the foreseeable future, I would not be upset with that. I would love that. I would actually love that. Uh, and love that way more compared to, like, getting these one of projects like Tyler Smith at 24. But in the first three picks, I see them really going all offense, right? They need O-linemen, they need a wide receiver, and they could go, like like I said, tackle guard. Uh, very important. They need them. Um, they could upgrade the center position. I think maybe with one of the three picks, they'll go defense. There are some stud DNs, like 
there's a lot of depth in this draft with uh, defensive ends, so that makes a bunch of sense. I think in the third and fourth rounds, you're talking about like tight ends, possibly uh, Jelani Woods. I'm just saying, <laughs> um, you got some interior D linemen around that area too that I like quite a bit. Uh, but surprisingly, the two spots you don't really need help at are cornerback and safety because you re-sign players. Yes, the caveat being that Kelvin Joseph might be cut. He might get in trouble with the NFL, with uh, with the law, to be honest. We're still waiting and seeing with that. Um, so I wouldn't mind taking a cornerback in the third round, the fourth round. We obviously have four fifth-round picks, too. Um, and I think that's... an an area to move and, you know, add some depth uh, and see what's left, what's on your big board, and just draft the best players. But, you know, some depth there would be nice. Some depth that linebacker would be nice. But those aren't major, major needs, which is actually, like, really surprising to say. Um, they might draft a kicker. They definitely do need a kicker at some point. And, of course, they still have some cap space, and there's still a shit ton of free agents, right? So after the draft ends... Um, this weekend, next week, all these veteran players are going to get signed by teams. So even though there are still maybe some holes or depth issues going into you know next week, I think those would be resolved. But that's what I'm saying. Ideally at 24, I think you go O-line. It's not the sexiest thing, but it makes the most sense. Um, there are a bunch of teams and players I like quite a bit. Like I think the Detroit Lions are in a good spot. If you don't know, I am a Detroit Lions fan because I love their rebuild. I love Dan Campbell. Uh, they had an incredible draft last year. Um, Dorsey is actually over there as well, if you didn't know. The guy from the Chiefs and the Browns. Uh, he's helping the GM out, and I think he does great things. And I think they're building a contender there in Detroit. Give him two more years. Let him get some veterans, uh, wash out some salary, get a new QB. But like they're developing a great team, and I'm excited for their future. Uh, but yeah, there's three picks in the top 35, and one of the favorite, one of my favorite things to do is just go on a mock draft, choose the Detroit Lions, and then just trade back. Because especially if Aiden Hutchinson goes number one, I'm like, I'm not. I'm not striving. I'm not. Like, I'm not like dying for Trevon Walker at number two. So I'll trade back to number six, pick up a second, uh, things like that. Right? Add some seconds. Add some third rounders. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of depth. And if you don't get one of these DNs with your top five picks, it's fine. Move back to the 16th pick, the 20th pick. Like there's still gonna be tons of options, and you're just accumulating assets. And for me, if I was a GM. That's something I would look into every draft. Your fan base may hate it. They want the top pick. They want a top five pick. They want a top ten pick. But like moving back and accumulating the second and third rounders is just genius. And I'd also uh, do what Bill Belichick does and kind of just master the compensation formula. right? Trading away these players, uh, letting these players go and getting comp picks for them. And then signing free agents afterwards that doesn't affect your comp pick formula. I think that's genius. I would love to do that. Um, maybe one day down the road. But I'm very excited for this weekend. Obviously, NFL Draft is one of my favorite things. Also going down tonight is the Game 6 of the Mavs and Jazz. And the Mavs might move on to the second round um, if they get the W tonight. And that's very exciting. They haven't won a playoff series since 2011. 
I've been such a big fan for so many years. I went to so many games when they're a trash team with Dirk and Dennis Smith Jr. Um, but it's good to see that Luca and, and the squad where they're at right now and in their potential future this season and going to the next few seasons as well. Let's see what if they can retain Jalen Brunson. That's a big question mark. Um, and something they'll have to think about because they'll have to clear up quite a bit of space to sign him. And you're going to have to pay him a shit ton to stay. But, hey, this weekend, some great uh, playoff NBA, which I love. But nothing can go over the NFL draft. Uh, I'm just looking forward to teams getting these steals, teams whiffing, teams overdrafting players, uh, trading back, trading up. I mean, I love all of it. And, yes, day three, I'm so tuned in. Yes, it starts at like noon and goes to like 7 p.m., but I love every bit of it. I just love learning about these players. I love learning what these teams are trying to do, and especially those late-round picks. You, you're basically draft traits, right? Like these are not uh, – these are raw players, and you have to be like, okay, at least this guy has the length I'm looking for or this guy has the potential, you know, swim moves I'm looking for at the end or whatever it is. Um you're just looking for like physical traits um, and their potential. And sometimes they hit, right? When you hear these stories of fifth rounders, seventh rounders, undrafted free agents. Undrafted free agents is actually a very exciting thing. Uh, I, I come up with the list too. I try to look who's an undrafted free agent and see what the best option is. Usually I could see the Cowboys drafting a, or, or signing a running back, a local running back that didn't get drafted or a wide receiver. And with those fifth round picks... I really do want a running back quite badly. You know who I really love? I love James Cook. Give me give me Dalvin Cook's brother out here. He'll be gone by the fifth. Uh, I think you'd have to go like late third-ish, maybe fourth round-ish. Uh, and in that fourth round, there's quite a few. I think Brian Robinson from Oklahoma will be drafted. USC's running back. Uh, BYU's running back. Like There's quite a few running backs in that range. I think they need to draft one, though. And I really do want a tight end. There's quite a few names. I think Jelani Woods is just a physical monstrosity. And I would love to have him on our team. Uh, but Trey McBride obviously being a stud himself. That would be very interesting as well. And like I said, I will be dropping episodes the rest of this week. Uh, after the draft happens, I'll record and post. Um, that's kind of the plan. Um, and a few other things I'll, I'll try to post about as well. Before I sign off, I'll give it another month or two, but please check out all the episodes you want to. Uh, I appreciate you so much. Like I said, most of our episodes that we recorded as a group are on YouTube, uh, but they will be coming down uh, coming down off the podcasting uh, platform at some point in the near future, only because I'm switching podcast hosts. Um, but once again, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you learned something. I hope you're doing well. Um, I'll try to be more consistent. If you couldn't tell, I'm a little congested. Uh, that's just how it is right now. Uh, it's just not the best. It is what it is. But I hope you're doing well. Uh, treat people with respect. You don't know what they're going through. And yeah, until next time, I am out. Go Cowboys. <laughs>